Every month, we highlight live music events in our listening region. Josh Gross, a musician, writer, and critic, joins host Jeffrey Riley with the sounds of five bands performing this month. Josh Gross, thanks for joining us once again on the Jefferson Exchange. Always good to have you. Always good to be had, Jeffrey. And uh, and what a good list for this month. I had a chance to, to go through all these clips in advance because I had to assemble them for, for airplay. And uh, boy, some, some fun stuff. I, I can't honestly say there's ever been a month when you didn't deliver a lot of fun stuff, though. Well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if I didn't do that. But thank you very much. Yeah, like I always say, this is actually a great market for live music because we're in between two big places that a lot of people want to go and they figure they got to stop for gas anyway. So you get some really cool stuff and you get some really cool stuff that's on the come up because it hasn't gotten too big for you to not be able to afford it yet or for them to not bother with us. And so I think now is, this is a great place to see really interesting groups that are sort of like about to be, you know, the next big thing or they're part of a sound that's about to be the next big thing. And I think we got a couple of those mixed in here today. So, so we're, we're not flyover, or in this case, drive-through country. I mean, the band that's playing in, in Portland one night and, and uh, San Francisco two nights later, uh, they're, they're not willing to skip us at this point. Well, no, we are, but we're flyover for stuff you already know about. That's the thing. We're 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 stop towns for for things that are really interesting and on the come up. Like, you know, Van Halen's never going to stop here. <laughs> you know, they're, it's not worth their time. But you know, uh, you know, like Van Halen would have stopped here. You know, when they no one knew who they were yet, and that's the time to really see them because then you get to get that like, wow, that was. You see it and you're like, I know that's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And you get something special, you know, and I think you don't get as much of that in big markets because it's uh, it's already too big for you, even there. All right, let's pick it up with, uh, how do you pronounce it? Is it Oregon? I believe it is pronounced Oregon. Like, you, like you're like you mispronouncing Oregon, basically. Okay. <laughs> I, I had a feeling it was a play on something like that. So here is uh, Oregon coming to Bruno's Cavern in Cave Junction. Nice crunchy stuff in there. I, you know, I noticed that uh, the bands you you provide for us are uh, they, these these are people that know how to work their instruments. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, they're not the ones who are just grinding away on their two chords. No, no. I mean, that's n- nothing against grinding away on two chords. You can make some great songs with that. Fleetwood Mac has some wonderful two chord songs, but these guys can really play. I, I saw them once in Boise, and that was definitely the, the takeaway. I was like, wow, that is just an impressively talented group of people. Um, they're all from LA. I think they were uh, they sort of drew from a series of like really well known session players who worked in a lot of like funk and hip hop sessions. They've just really got a fantastic stage presence, and they make for a really fun, dancey, funky show. Like uh, just a lot of great grooves, a lot of funk and soul, and just you know, like really that real sort of dap tone stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Oregon is coming to. <laughs> it, it just feels weird to say that, doesn't it? <laughs> it, does, it does, yeah. It really, yeah. It, it feels like you're pronouncing saying Willamette or something. Exactly. Like I spent 40 years like, drumming like you, Oregon out of my system from the East Coast, and yeah. here we are, yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're coming to Bruno's Cavern and Cave Junction on the 9th of April. Uh, next up on our yeah. list is, um, is it pronounced Vertican Arc Materializer? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. These guys are, I, I think they like it being unpronounceable, but uh, yeah, let's, let's hear something from them. I would like to Brazilian who would harvest the information 
tell you, I was a little surprised, Josh, when uh, I got to uh, to look at the YouTube page for uh, VAM, Vertigan Arc Materializer, mm-hmm. and notice that they refer to themselves as quiet, gentle death metal with a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, right? I, well, I mean, death metal has like a bad rap because it's, you know, it's sort of like people think it's just this like wall of unintelligible noise, when in fact it's really interesting sort of stuff that explores you know, uses a particular art form to explore interesting themes that are kind of universal to the human experience. And, you know, these guys are just doing it with a sort of slightly different sound palette. You know, their description of it is that they say they're trying to describe the sort of like sounds of the talking heads and Radiohead with the sort of despondent drones of Flipper, whatever that means. But I mean, like, it's fun. It's it's doing something very, very different. And there are these really interesting nuggets of pop music sort of buried within it. And as I understand it, um, their live shows include a lot of sort of like slide projections and, you know, sort of interesting pieces of like noise and like, um, you know, uh, visual performance art. So I I think that's They're going to do a really interesting show. And, uh, you know, they've got a great local band playing with them as well. Um, uh, Names escaping me at the moment, but uh, it's it's, going to be a really good lineup that night. I think at uh, Johnny B's on uh, the 12th of Medford, of uh, April. April, yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I'm trying not to get to slip into my grandfather voice here, but uh, how can it be death metal if it doesn't have a metal sound to it? I mean, there's acoustic metal. I mean, uh-huh. it's like it's, it's, there's cello metal. It's not, it's, I mean, it's, I think a lot of metal people will tell you metal is kind of a state of mind. Sometimes it has to do with it just being like certain themes that you're exploring, certain sort of like musical techniques. It doesn't necessarily have to be all just overdriven guitars and pounding drums. I mean, it's there's the classic. You remember the uh, the movie Forrest Gump where there's a whole thing where he's talking about all the different kinds of shrimp. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's people do that with metal all of the time. There's this infinite sub varieties of metal that can do. There's black metal, Swedish metal, death metal, death metal, sub metal, Florida metal, power metal, you know, thrash metal. It's, you can just go on forever. And so why not a, a acoustic death metal? Why not soft death metal? It's just as valid. Wow, that was a great story to to tell that to give the example there. It was a good job there, Josh. Glad to help. Uh, Josh Gross is with us for this month's edition of Rogue Sounds here on the Jefferson Exchange. Moving on now to a band called Hutchie. Yeah, these guys are great. All right, let us hear Hutchie coming to Local 31 in Ashland on the 14th of April. I really want to sing backup vocals for these guys almost instantly. You know what? Show up, Jeffrey. Maybe they'll let you. You never know. Jump on stage. It's, it works more often than you'd think. I mean, the, the, the stuff that ever since we started recording uh, Rogue Sounds now, I, my, I'm standing up when I do this. And so I really feel like I want to dance and, and start yelling out without giving you a heart attack at the top of my lungs. Here's the thing. If you're going to do that, I think you're going to have to do one of those YouTube live streams that a lot of radio people do, because I really feel like the JPR audience needs to see you <laughs> dancing. 
<laughs> I was afraid I, you'd suggest that. I hesitated to bring it up in the first place. I'm determined to get you to drop some freestyle raps one of these days. But uh, I don't know. Come come down to the Hunchy Show. Maybe maybe they'll let you jump on stage. I, I know people who've jumped on stage with random bands, and then they ended up in the band before. Like, it's a thing that happens. So give okay. it a shot. All right. Uh, so uh, what can you tell us about Hutchie? Where are they from? Hutchie is from Seattle, um, and they just got a great sort of storytelling songwriting style, and I, I think they really sort of embody that idea that, like, what makes for a great song is just, you know, three three chords and a story to tell. They got, you know, a story to tell, and they got three chords. A lot of their shows, they kind of vacillate back and forth between doing acoustic shows and a full electric shows, like uh, the, the track we just heard. But it, they write songs that really, like, can be sort of be ported back and forth one between the other, where it's like you strip it away to nothing, to just the acoustic guitar, you still got a great... Thing, but then you throw the whole instrumentation behind it and then it's just like well now i want to dance but it still really grabs you because i think songwriting songcraft is like the core of what really makes for you know like great pop music it's things that people just can relate to it's stuff that anyone can say like yeah i get that i get you know leaving your clothes at someone's house just to have an excuse to come back you know because <laughs> you don't want to like freak them out in a new relationship that that makes sense yeah yeah, uh, Josh Gross with us once again for Rogue Sounds here on the Jefferson Exchange. Hutchie will be at Local 31 in Ashland on the 14th of April. And then on the 16th of April, we have the California Honey Drops coming to Ashland Armory. And let's just go straight to them. Yeah. Here's my second claim for wanting to dig in on backup vocals. That's some wonderful stuff. <laughs> Isn't it? I feel like these guys may be a little harder to jump in on background vocals. They're, they're a little bit higher up in, in the world. And their stuff is really tight. You know, like, you got to make sure you nail those harmonies. It's, but uh, it's just so groovy. Like, how can you not like it? It just makes you feel good. You know, like, I, like, I almost don't even want to know a whole ton about them because I just like it. It's just good. It really yeah. sort of leans into that, like, sort of 60s, soul, Sam and Dave sound. Absolutely. You know, just groovy tunes that make you want to f***ing vibe, you know? Oops, sorry. Okay, well, we'll fix that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have, uh, so this is California Honey Drops coming to the Ashland Armory again on the 16th of April. Uh, and then mm. we have uh, one more band to talk about, and that is uh, No Lights coming to the dip in Reading on the 27th yeah. of April. So let's uh, get yeah, that cranked up. Yeah, these guys are cool. I'm a
is called Worm's Eye View from uh, No Lights. Uh, what can you tell us about this band? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. They, they played a little close to the chest. They're from San Francisco, um, and they're kind of like real great example of the, the sort of like modern resurgence of the, the sort of post-punk sound. Um, never heard of post-punk. It's kind of like uh, bands that kind of came from the sort of like punk subculture but wanted to broaden the sort of sonic palette a little more beyond just like, you know, a lot of furious down strumming and like, you know, Ramon style, like just rock and roll and give it just some like, here's some sort of interesting sort of textures, um, you know, sort of stuff that started with like uh, bands like New Order, you know. And uh, I think these guys have a great, they have these great, really intriguing song hooks and then they just sort of do some, some interesting noises on top of it and they just, it, it, it grabs you. It's very arresting, you know. It is, and I, I just I remain impressed once again, not only with the musicianship, but also with the ability in the in the digital age to just layer all kinds of stuff on top of what your basic sound is. Well, and you know, it's fascinating how much of that stuff is actually happening live on stage mm-hmm. too. Like, let there less of it is studio tricks, I think, than you'd think, because there's such great on stage technology now with um, looping and just interesting reverbs and you know delay pedals and just lots of stuff and the, the much more accessible synthesizers are much more accessible now than their sort of early days when they cost like you know thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and took up a whole room and now it's like you know a little box you can carry in a suitcase that only costs a couple hundred bucks so these are things you know these tools are available to almost anyone to use on stage and in the studio and it really does broaden up the palette so you could be playing the same three chords that Hachi was doing but it can sound absolutely nothing like it and I think that's a fascinating, you know, way to way to take things. Yeah, it really is. Okay, so let's let's go through the list once again before we have to go. Josh Gross uh, finishing up Rogue Sounds with us here on the Jefferson Exchange. Orgon, O R G O N E, at Bruno's Cavern and Cave Junction, April 9th. Verdican Arc Materializer at JB's in Medford on April 12th. Hutchie at Local 31 in Ashland, April 14th. California Honey Drops at Ashland Armory on April 16th, and No Lights at the Dip in Reading on April 27th. Josh Gross, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Jeffrey. All right, take care.